Welcome to the City Church Online. This is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again. Please like, subscribe, remember to share and download this message. Come, let us grow together in Christ. The title of my sermon today is called The Voice That Led Me, Part 2. Because last week we started a brand new series called Hope is Here, and it is an Easter series. But then we looked at Jesus in the book of John, the Gospel of John chapter 12 from verses 27, where he is going through a period of pain and challenge that he begins to even talk to himself. And his mind, his soul is troubled because of what he is going to go through. And we described such pain as you cannot even explain to other people. But in the midst of that pain, he says, Father, glorify your name because this is the hour for which I came. And when he said that in verses 28, the Bible says that then a voice came from heaven and that voice said I have both glorified it and will glorify it again now he was referring the voice that came to him at that point was referring to something that had happened to him before when he says I have both glorified it and I will glorify it again but I have already glorified it it is a reference to, I want you to refer back to what I have always been telling you. As I continued preaching and teaching, my time ran out. And I began to realize that as I am talking about the voice, because there are many voices that speak to us. There are many voices and there are many kinds of voices. And those kinds, each one of them has its own signification. And you are supposed to be able to identify which voice is speaking to you because whichever voice speaks to you, it will lead you into a certain direction. If it's your mother, is it your mother's voice? Is it your father's voice? Is it your auntie's voice? Is it your friend's voice? Is it a voice from Telemundo. See, there are all manner of voices. Some of you, it is Nigerian movie voices that speak to you. I had a friend of mine, for her, she used to watch these Nigerian movies with ladies with big breasts. Yes, and so her definition of I am beautiful, she would dress up and put things inside there. The thing is, it's a voice. A lot of these things happened to me when I was at campus. And this girl, we had to chase demons out of her. Voices are very important. And so you must identify which voice. But then as I am speaking, I realized I'm speaking to Africans. And the problem with Africans is they have a lot of witchcraft mentality. Not witchcraft, but the mentality. Because of where we come from is a witchcraft mentality. And so whether you have ever been to a shrine or not, within your blood, praise the Lord. So Alvin has never been to a shrine, but his grandmother was born in a shrine. Things are inside you. You don't know. For most of us Africans, when we talk about the voice, you are now 
beginning to think of, uh, let me hear. You know what I'm talking about. You are feeling like one day you'll be on your bed like this and a, a voice. Glory be to God. Most people in Uganda, when it rains, they don't identify that there's a voice that tells them stop working. But most Ugandans, when it is raining, they stop working. Did you realize that? So then Faith and I went to Portland, Oregon. And in Portland, it can mean to rain for a whole week nonstop. From morning until evening. Morning, you wake up, it is raining. It goes down, it is raining. It just keeps raining, keeps raining. And the rain there is not strong enough. It is just enough to inconvenience you, but not really enough to stop you from running and doing things. So people there don't have umbrellas. In Portland, if they see you with an umbrella, they, exact, they know you are not a Portlander. Because for us here in Uganda, you can give an excuse for not going to school because it rained. And the teacher will understand that it rained. No, there are no. It's like at eight, you get to class, everyone is already there. No umbrellas, but they are already there. So I realized life goes on with rain. However, when it shines, then everybody stops working. In fact, here in Uganda, when it rains, Sunday morning, it rains. We are like, ha. Ah. Like we the pastors begin to feel like God. Why? Why did it have to start raining on Sunday morning? Because now Nakanjako is not going to come to church. Praise the Lord. I'm now I'm thinking now say cheesy evil. He's going to feel like it's just time to sleep. Praise the Lord. In Portland, when it looks like this, it shines. Every pastor's heart is like, they're not going to show up. Yeah, because it's not time to be inside. You've been inside for two weeks. It's been raining. It shines. Everyone goes in the park. All of those are voices. Now, I realized that as I was sharing with you, that I need to help you identify a very specific voice that you ought to listen to. And this is the same voice because, friends, catch this. Do you know that when you gave your life to Jesus, in fact, if someone gives you something and then they come back and say, ah, please give it back to me. One time, still, I prophesied to this young lady. The glory of the Lord came upon her. And then God did miracles for her because of the words I spoke. And she was very excited. After a few weeks, she got a phone. And you know, for our days, phones were new. Cell phones, they had just come. Not everybody had one. So this lady, she had bought a small phone. In our days, the smaller the, was the better. Like, if you had a small phone, ay, 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 you were the one. So she had this phone, you just tie it on a string and it hangs right here. And it was pink and white. It was a girl's phone. And she was so excited about what God had done in her life that she came and told me, Alex, God has used you so much in my life you this phone. I looked at the phone. It was so nice. I liked it. So she gave it to me and I began to use it. Now, 
after about six months, I guess in her mind, she was like, the moment I give the man of God the phone, even more things are going to happen and I'm going to get another one. But after six months, she hadn't got another phone. Phones those days couldn't get one for 100K. This car phone was very expensive. And so after six months, she came and told me, Alex, I need my phone back. I said, but you gave it to me. It's not yours. You gave it to me. He said, I want my phone back. I said, okay. So I got it out. But the phone had been used not by a girl, by a boy. You know, I manhandled it. And so it could show real signs that I had been using the phone. I said, okay, get your phone. She looked at it. She said, no way. This is not my phone. I need my phone. She was even crying. I'm trying to make a point here. When you give your life to Jesus, whose life is it? I need you to understand that properly because this young lady gave me the phone. Now she came and she's asking for it again. And she wants it the way she gave it to me. Don't you feel like that is weird? After six months of me using the phone, assuming all the texts on the phone are now mine. Everything that was hers, I had reset it to factory setting. It was mine. Even when you called, the names that would come would be my names. Now she's asking it back. Doesn't that sound weird? Now, it's the same with a person who has given their life to Jesus and then comes and says, Jesus... And so, when you give your life to Jesus, friend, understand that your life is no longer your own. Your life is Jesus' life, which is an amazing reality, really, when you think about it. Because now you see, I am standing here, but my arms are not my arms, really. You, you see them as if they are my hands, but they are Jesus' hands. Glory be to God. My head and the way I think are not mine. They are Jesus's. And so the Bible tells me I have the mind of Christ. Oh, my legs are no longer really my legs. They are the legs of Jesus. And so it means when I am reading scripture and I meet Jesus, I have met the model, the, the glory, the power of what I am. I am telling you when you understand this, you are going to live above and never beneath. Because this is how we lay hands on the sick and they are healed. This is how we speak words and they come to pass. This is how we decree things and they come into being. This is how we walk in divine health. This is how we command results in life. Because we've come to understand that my life is not just my life. My life is filled with the glory of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords 
when I stand, Jesus stands. When I sleep, he is with me in the day. He is with me in the night. He is with me in Kampala. He is with me in the village. That is why I can prosper in the city. I can prosper in the country. I can do what no other people can do because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. My life has been joined to the life of Christ. And so now I begin to realize by that truth, I begin to realize that the same voice that is speaking to Jesus is the same voice that is speaking to me. Hallelujah. And the message that the voice is carrying to Jesus is the same message that voice is carrying to me. And so when Peter is writing, 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 16, he says, For we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Now, do you understand when the Bible says there were eyewitnesses of his majesty and I am found in Christ because as he is, so am I right now in the world. So when he talks about his majesty, really, he is also talking about Come on, people of God. We are trying to stir up faith in you to understand. They may look at you and you look normal. But my friend, no, 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 no. You are not as normal as they think you are. Something special is about you. If someone ever asks you, so what is special? And you think you are special? You say, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't think. I know, I know. I am special. This is not made in China. This is not made in Uganda. I uh, this is originally made from heaven. You know, those days we used to, to have these books which had a stamp on them, not for sale, property of the government of Uganda. When you look at me properly, you will see there's a stamp upon me. It is the seal of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And I'm saying this is true of you also. And the stamp of the Holy Spirit is saying, boom, not for sale, property of I am God's property. Glory be to God. So Paul says, we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Verse 17. For he received from God the Father honor and... So what did the voice tell him the other time? I have glorified it and I will glorify it. And now Peter is saying, he received from God, I am joined with him. And therefore it means I live in honor and glory. God the Father, he received honor and glory. When such a voice came from heaven, from the excellent glory, and the voice said, this is my beloved son in whom I am. The voice came to our king and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Do you know that when you read the gospels, you will find that there is about three times when a voice comes and speaks to Jesus. First, at the baptism. Second, at the Mount of Transfiguration. And third, is in this week 
of his passion. The scripture we have read. And of those times, the only message that was recorded when the voice came to speak to Jesus, the only message that was recorded was this message. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Glory be to God. Now understand with me because if you miss this point, you have missed my entire message. Understand the same voice is speaking to you and to me. And the voice that led me began by saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. If there is a voice you must listen to, that is the voice. This is the voice you must listen to. It is the only voice really that matters is the voice that says to you and to you and to me, whoever is in the Lord Jesus Christ, it is the same message. The message is saying to you, this is my beloved son in whom I am well God's message to you and to me is saying, you are my beloved. It's the whole reason we have a whole book of uh, song of songs in the Bible. For God to show you how he relates with you. Did you know that in heaven, when God looks at you, you are his bride. So I know some people were saying, you are my beloved son, but I'm a girl. Listen, even us who are guys, when Jesus looks at us, we are his bride. So it reconciles. You are a son, but you are also a what? So my friend Peter, you're not going to get to heaven and tell God, me, I want a black suit. You will be in a white gown. It, is, it says in the Bible, he will give us crowns and white gowns. Even me, I will come out in my white gown. Imagine that. Glory be to God. We are his brides. And so that is why he continuously, God is continuously saying to you, you are my beloved son and I am well pleased with you. The voice that led me began to say to me, my son, I want you to understand, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. But father, I messed it up. And father, I did make the right choices. I understand. But nonetheless, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. But yesterday, Lord, I did not do the right thing. I did not show up the way I should have showed up. I understand. But nonetheless, this voice keeps speaking and it is saying, hey, yes, in all your mess, in all your brokenness, in all your abuses, in all your dysfunctions, you are my beloved son in whom I am well I am God's beloved, and he is well pleased with me. You know, when you hear that voice, it changes everything. But Lord, I don't have money today. Even when you don't have money, I want you to hear a voice saying, you are my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. When you are going through a sickness, I want you to hear a voice. You know, some of you, the moment you get malaria and you begin to shiver, you are like, I'm dying. I, I'm dying. I, I, I'm dead. In the midst of that, you can say, but I am God's beloved. And whom is well? 
There is a voice that must lead you. There is a voice that must lead you. And that voice is continuously saying, you are my beloved son in whom I am well. This is the voice that leads me. And the voice keeps saying, you are my beloved son in whom I am well. Now, you know the funny thing about love, eh? That love is only enjoyed when it is accepted. Do you understand? So, however much you love someone and they don't accept that you love them, they'll never enjoy the benefits of your love. You understand? Like right now, I enjoy the benefits of my wife's love. And she also enjoys the benefits of my love for her. But one day, me, I saw her for her. She didn't know that I am in love with her. You know, one day, I remember one time looking at her. She was coming down the stairs. And she did not know that something is in my heart. And I said to myself, this week... I must take her out. And she did not know. So I had to wait the whole week. Do you understand? She had no idea that something was inside me. Now some of you, you don't have an idea that in the heart of God, every time God sees you, his heart goes for you. Let me tell you, God loves you, my friend. And on the day you get convinced of that thing, you will realize that there is nothing in this world that he will not do when it comes to you. You will begin to pray for your enemies. You know me nowadays, I actually pray for my enemies. Not bad prayers, actually nice prayers. By the way, do you know that you can abuse me and do all funny things you want to me and I just leave you alone. But you dare do it to my wife. You... You dare just speak bad word to my wife. You will see that I am a pastor. I'm a, a good shepherd. A shepherd has both a rod and a staff. Unto you, I will use a rod. It's the same way. Let me tell you. You are God's bride. So let no man dance around, cheat around, play around with your life. Because there is a voice. And you must keep listening. That is the voice you must listen to. In all things you are doing, that's the voice you must listen to. Even when you are going to pray, that is the voice you must listen to. Even when you are making decisions, that is the voice you must listen to. Even when you are picking a boyfriend and a girlfriend, that is the voice you can't just speak take take people. Hallelujah. Do you understand what the message is? I am God's beloved and God is well pleased with me. This audio sermon has been brought to you by The City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on 0706-332-572 or 0776-579-679.